when I did grow, like, I remember growing up in Las Vegas, funny enough that I, I will say, we actually did have, like, legit humidors. Like, we had, like, humidors filled with cigars. Yeah. And they were, you know, temperature controlled, and it was, really? like, a big deal. And they were, like, lined through the hallways of my house. They were your dad's humidors? Yes, yes. And they were, were all rich? cigars. <laughs> we were, we were, no, I don't think so. I, I would consider no. I don't think we were poor, but I think we were middle. Yeah. We were middle. So that's why you're able to determined that I was poor. <laughs> no, I absolutely. We were yeah. middle. We, if you have a humidor, and <laughs> next time you have a guest, and don't share the humidor story after you ask the guest question one, were you poor? No, absolutely. So save the humidor shit for another podcast. Uh, absolutely. Okay. okay. But look, so yeah. my, my, uh, we're full humans. That's the point yeah. that I'm talking about. We are, I'm Full I humans? Would, I would be first humans. generation. I'm first generation. Nice, bro. I'm first generation. Good for me. Yeah, <laughs> on your birth certificate, it says that? I don't know if it says that, but I am. You don't know? You haven't seen your birth certificate? Uh, I have my birth. Yeah, I have my birth certificate. I don't know yeah. what it says on there. I was born in Miami, though. You were born in Miami? I was born in Fort Lauderdale, technically. Oh, I think I knew that. I was born you ever in go Fort back there? Uh, we do go back there. We've gone once. We've gone once. We go to Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You look more like an Orlando than a Miami guy. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I've got a more like Mickey ears uh, uh, and like a, a BMW uh, convertible. Mickey, yeah. Mickey ears and a Mickey ears yeah. and a, a chocolate yeah. bar and not yeah. not a Miami South Beach <laughs> yeah, vibes, yeah. you know. Yeah. Bro, where are we going? Okay, so I was talking to you about, about the, the wedding thing. Where are you going to have your bachelor party? Uh, it'll probably, well, because of, like, the, you know, um, circumstances of some of my, like, you know, groomsmen will probably stay in the county. Um, you know, I, you know, I'm sure four of my, four of my, uh, Four of my groomsmen, you know, we'll probably do something in Bear County. Uh, you know, so we're gonna go. You know? We're gonna go to like yeah. I, dude, we'll we're probably gonna, we'll probably go like twenty miles out. Yeah, we'll and go like have some beer. <laughs> we'll go to like bird, yeah. Birdhouse on sixteen oh four, but we'll, yeah. we'll rent a room. <laughs> hey, dude, whatever it is, bro, I, I I don't want it to be crazy, dude. I, I really don't, cause like I've heard of just some weddings getting super weird, you yeah, know, absolutely. and. Uh, and dude, I think I picked out a pretty good lineup of groomsmen, dude. That's uh, good. You know, I, I think there, there. I got at least two to three. Uh, Lino and Ronnie are my are my best men, dude. Oh, so I texted them yesterday on the way to the dentist because oh. uh, I had a little window, and I was like, "Hey, I'm sure I could have picked a more cool way to do this, but yeah. you guys are That's are cool. okay being my my best men, right? Best and men." Lino uh, replied right away. You know, of course, you know, because Lino's just you know. Johnny on the spot. Ronnie, I was kind of nervous, like, you know, Ronnie's going to say something weird, you yeah. know, but he was like, yeah, dude, we wouldn't be anywhere else. And Oh, that's good. Uh, I was, yeah. I literally, if without you telling me what he said, in my head, I imagine he just put like, okay, period. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's it. He was just like, okay. Dude, you have a weird relationship with Ronnie. He likes you. I don't get it. Like, <laughs> dude, Ronnie's like, scares a lot of people. Yeah. But he likes you. <laughs> that's good. That's really good. Yeah. I'm good. Okay. So we got the best man. Who else do we have? Let's get the rest of the roster. So it's uh, you, me, Cody. Cody. Tony D, Tony D, uh, and uh, and and uh, James, James. Oh, and Marissa's brother. Um, you haven't met him yet. His name is Marcus. So Marcus, Marcus was actually uh, you met Micah. Micah. Yeah, M yeah. Micah's the young one. Marcus was there when I asked Marissa's dad to to marry her. He was like a G for me, dude, because I was terrified of her dad. I said, "You gotta roll with me to go ask him." And um, so he set it up, brought his dad to Starbucks, said, "Hey, Chris wants to talk to you." Uh, I think it's gonna involve you know marrying Marissa. And Absolutely, he preheated the oven for me. So, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. That's cool. That's really yeah. exciting. Yeah. We uh we uh were talking about it the other day, 
and we were like, I'm for sure the last one, right? Like we were like, we're like, you're for sure the filler. You're like the one that like Chris yeah. got. Like I was like, there was like, well, no, if he has seven, it's even, right? I believe it's even now. If you, if you have, so Marissa it's seven has and seven. A, 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 what are they called? Bridesmaid? No, best woman. Uh, maid of honor. Uh, she has a maid of honor and then six. Yeah. I have two and then five. Yeah. So it's seven and seven. Yeah, it is seven. it. So I'm for sure. I'm for sure the filler. Absolutely. Which, which is, <laughs> I'm for sure the filler. Which is also a, a drink, right? What's that, Jake? Seven and seven? Seven and seven. You never had a Seagram se a Seagram's with seven up? No. You ever tasted Seagram seven? I don't think so. How far is the poorhouse from here? Uh, we can walk there in like three minutes. You think we got time to get drunk? I get Marissa by 4 p.m.? <laughs> what, I don't even know what time it is. She, you absolutely do. Yeah. Absolutely do. Okay, so. Yeah, so it's, you know, uh, it's not a filler, dude. To be honest with you, um, I mean, you guys are just you know, dudes in my life that I lean on on a daily. Like there's so many, that, to keep a wedding small, you really have to get to a weird place, that right? Of saying like, who's legit been, uh, you know, a part of like, not just our lives, uh, but who do we see as like a part of our lives? In the future. To stand with, right? So Tony's been there since yes, jump, you know, um, you know, I lean on you for a lot of the, you and I have like a lot of deep conversations. Absolutely. People think probably we just talk business. No. Um, and, uh, you know, Lino and Ronnie, of course, I'm going to be counting on a lot. And That's incredible. Um, this is a big move for you. Big move, dude. Big move. James, you know, <laughs> James is the dude who's just going to call me out on everything. He's he's not afraid to keep it real. Cody would bury a body, you know. Yeah. Cody, Cody, Cody is very real. That's what I'll give him. He's a, he's a legit dude. He's I feel like although Lino and Ronnie are, are my best men, James is still going to plan everything. Oh man, he is. He's already planning the suit stuff. Like I, he'll be texting you soon if he hasn't. Oh right? yeah. my gosh. Yeah, we're going to Houston. So no, got, we're not. Stop it. It's Houston, dude. So our, our our places in Houston because it is the only. Not to flex, dude, but I wanted always a, a Ralph Lauren red label or purple label uh, tux, and they're just kind of like a, a kind of a vintage look, custom, and it's the only one that they have. It's in the Galleria in uh, in Houston. That's really cool. And so we're getting um, my tux there, and then the groomsmen. Y'all are wearing kind of a similar kind of style. Y'all are in black tuxes. Black tuxes. That yeah, sounds good. I'm not I doing no like you know rebate house suit or i was gonna say i don't know anything that you just said about red labels but it's gonna be purple great label. purple label it's like the uh exclusive ralph lauren got it understood that's all i know uh, i know that's no good james is good level. for james well that's cool I, i'm excited i think it's gonna be i think wedding season's gonna be super cool um i think that legitimately whether intended to or not i think that your guest list if that it's if, 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 if you're i'll say if you're if your groomsmen choices already aren't causing hey, problems dude. your guest list is the topic of the <laughs> so of what fall do I do? 2022 what do i do i think you should live stream it okay i think you should live stream yeah it. and i'll just get a booth uh we'll get we'll get <laughs> chicago title out at the driveway <laughs> uh yeah dude yeah. right right yeah yeah <laughs> here's a link i don't know what you do so well i think what you do is you do maybe like a either a pre or a post right so at the end of the day bro if we allowed this to happen we'd have 500 people there right i know that my staff there's a lot of people in my staff who who are you know excited and, and they've been a part of our story for a while uh there's a lot of my family yep. cousins just people we've grown up with the guys doing my landscaping right now bro they're literally like building our wedding venue right and, absolutely and they naturally now want to be there <laughs> you know my new neighbors the one to my left and right they're like oh what are y'all doing over there oh we're building you know we're getting married and we're trying to be nice because we need to park our cars like all you know and and they're oh you know are we you know and i'm just like dude so the moment 
you know, the photography comes out and some of the people who weren't invited see people that were, it's, they're going to be like, oh, cool, I wasn't invited, but I noticed you brought the guy from Barnes & Noble, right? That's, Absolutely. Okay, yeah. so so then that's where I would, okay, so see, this is where I'm, I'm getting in trouble right now. Wouldn't it be better to just, like, post the guest list publicly so that you could deal with all the drama beforehand You're and then not have to mess like with it? You're talking about, they did on, like, uh, you know, Rudy, when, they, you know, they post the names of who gets to run out on the field, <laughs> like, like, and everybody just goes up to it, and they're just, like, you know? Well, I'm going to start on Happy Gilmore. I'm all right, uh, Happy, Happy, uh, we called you, didn't we? Well, better luck next season. Happy. Well, I'm just saying, like, legit, that way you're, you're not, like, on your honeymoon, coming back from your honeymoon, having to hear about all these people that are upset. You can deal with it now. Oh, right oh you're making a big assumption like i give uh, oh absolutely i mean and I, and I and dude i, I do care but if, you know if people are gonna make it about them dude then that's why they didn't get invited that makes a lot of sense <laughs> yeah well we got lucky for our wedding yeah. because we like we got married so quick we didn't really have time to invite a lot of people and it was like so fast like a lot of people couldn't make it and i funny story about our wedding this is like so terrible this but this highlights who i am as a person so we had already had a trip wait planned. meredith you're okay with whatever story's about to tell? he already knows okay. about this trip so okay. so we had a trip planned for december we had a cruise planned for like early december of that year we got married 2014 right and i basically told meredith this is so bad because i didn't want to like pay for two vacations i basically told meredith that we had to get married before the cruise or we wouldn't get married at all Oh. Like, I was basically like, I, I, I don't want to pay. Oh, my gosh, guys. So I literally told her. Have you ever, not, not to go too off topic, but have you ever watched How to Catch a Predator? <laughs> Anyways, I don't know why I just thought of that. But, uh. Yeah, dude, I get it. That's a good, that's probably a good strategy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good strategy. So if you ever want to know how to get a quick wedding. Hey, kid, you want some candy? <laughs> Absolutely. You want some candy? You did? You got married on a Thursday, Ethan? That's really cool. That's of what day, what day Ethan? Okay, just checking. Hey, you know we what I noticed about Ethan, dude? Is he'll look for any reason to to not uh, to get off work, you know? So, like, does he He does a lot of stuff during weekdays. Absolutely. Yeah, did, yeah he, he said, he, he did, there get, was, I got bet he got married on a Thursday, so we didn't have to work. Bro, there anyways. was this month, there was yeah. a month, where we talked about this. There was a month in, in March, I think it was, March or April. April. <laughs> Ethan had more days off in April than he had days worked. It was like 19 days that he either like wasn't 21. 21 yeah. That he wasn't like, was, yeah. either wasn't in the state. Yeah, Chris, we all we all saw your post. It's 21. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So no, Ethan. Yeah. Ethan just. But you know what? Ethan, but Ethan always comes through. Dude, Ethan always beast. always comes through. Beast. So Absolutely. hey, where's Ethan at? Oh, there he is. Contract. 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 contract, contract. Absolutely. So dude, I. <laughs> If you got it like that, have it like that. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Ethan is not Ethan would not do good at a line because you want people to go to the office and he does not want to go to the office. Ethan wants to not go to the office. Yeah. Ethan loves Hey Mama Marchie's or Mama Rosie's. Mama Bro, he's insulting your mom with a fast food restaurant. That's not insulting. Mama Marchie's is probably a thing that uh Gold Financial will probably do soon. Absolutely. Part two. And he and he can go there. Yeah. That's so hey dude, like not to put him on blast, I invited uh Ethan to go play golf. Yeah. And he was like, you would go Friday morning. <laughs> I like, okay, it's funny enough for us that Ethan just, like, doesn't care about anything he I think. Cares. Yes, okay, to go on Friday morning. But I like that he thinks that, like, he just assumes, like, oh, yeah, Chris has nothing. Chris has nothing better going on. There's nothing Chris Cotto has better to be doing at 7 a.m. on a Friday than golfing with us. But building relationships. Uh, building relationships. It is.
owner of a mortgage company with a realtor, right? Realtor mortgage company. There's like a there's a connection there, right? Ethan is such a G, dude. Ethan is a He's G. got it like that. Because I mean, dude, at the end of the day, he has value proposition. He does and have- he knows that. So if Ethan knows that he has seven contracts a month. Right. And he feels like inviting an owner to golf on a Friday. He's got it like that. He does. And he has. The, he literally has the pool to do that. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah, he's got some pool. Yeah, we're going Saturday. We're going Saturday. I, yeah. I told him don't ever bring that stuff into my text <laughs> inbox again. Dude. No, that's absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, that's bad. But funny. hey, but if Trevor could only go on Friday, you'd go on Friday. Yeah. No, well, Trevor's got family in town right now. He's got the in-laws. They're meeting the baby for the first time. Bro, Chris knows more about Trevor's life than like Ethan probably does. He's like, yeah, dude, Trevor right now has got a lot going on. No, we were in that group text together, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so so for I got to know also, right? We talked about wedding season, right? Like we talked about like what's going on. I want I want to understand just your mind shift set as well. Like we we've talked about this. Like you said, your last four months, you've like really dialed it back down, right? Like the industry's going to shit for lack of a better words. You know, mortgages are going down, real estate's going down. Right. Why are you why are you chilling out in a season where everyone else is panicking? Yeah, tell us about that. Tell me about that. Um, because I made it my goal to stay in like a pretty you know healthy mental state this year regardless so whether it's the market or whether you know there is a sickness in the family like you know anything that could just kind of sway me i kind of have already mentally prepared that this is the year where my bride gets my attention that's good um and so there's that the second thing to it is the massive amounts of opportunity i think over the next six to 18 months uh, if you're looking to purchase real estate, this is the time. That makes a lot of and sense. And the problem is, is you know, everybody's lost their money in cryptocurrency. Yep. Everybody's lost their money in, in just other avenues that if you got any, you know, any sort of capital, um, you're going to win. Yeah. And now, so for me, dude, the reason why I'm chilling is I'm just chilling, waiting. That makes and, sense. And, you know, um, Adam Smith and I were, you know, in that deal of uh, um, 125 yeah. acres in Comal. And, you know, so there's other things that are kind of going on that I'm excited about. Good. And so, but if you have your sole source of income in in one thing, I think that creates panic. And I'm just a little bit more excited about other areas and... You know, when when the rest of the world is kind of falling apart, dude, go go do some landscaping or something. That makes you know? a, that makes a lot of sense. But people, the people that are relaxed and have a plan, and and yeah. I feel like care, but like aren't stressing about it. Those are the ones that actually take market share in markets like this. Yeah. It's the people that are calm and collected versus people that are trying to stay in their palaces. You know, their golden palaces and their. Yeah, dude, if you if you if you, you know, tighten up too much, you know, it, it's you know, the problem is, though, obviously in our space, 75% less business, right? So you had loan officers making 10 grand a month that are now making 2,500 a month, right? And so they weren't ready for that downshift. And so they're tightening it up. They're not spending money, you know, groceries have gone up, all these things. So they're holding on to it. So our economy sucks right now. And, you know, uh, Dave Ramsey would call this fear porn, right? Right. Like I'm not trying to sell fear porn, but the fact of the matter is, is I think we're screwed. Um, I think from a real estate stance and from a national economic stance, our country is screwed right and that's not a popular topic but if you got yourself a little capital right and you can wait you know i think the next six months to 18 months is going to really open up a window of opportunity where you're going to be able to get bottom pricing right um and 
man, I was just on the on the fifth of July down at the county office, and the foreclosure list was through the roof already. Nobody was there. You know, they're probably burnt out from the fourth of July. And I was thinking, if I had taken two hours to really meet with a crew who knows how to rehab homes, right? Uh, I'd have gone to the bank and gone to get some money orders, and we would have bid on some of these things because you're talking forty to fifty cents on the dollar. It's crazy, you know, of what the tax assessment is versus what the bank wants for it, and. Uh, but that's not where my headspace is at right now. But if it were, I'd just go dominate that. So, you know, in, in this market, there's opportunity. The question is, are you looking at the fear? Are you looking at the opportunity? Right? And are, are you going gangbusters in the right way? Which makes right. which makes a lot of sense. Just yeah. not not peeling it back all the way. That's interesting, and and that's something that I think that a lot of people want <laughs> to know. Just you know, buy, whether they're home buyers or whether they're loan officers or agents, right? People, you know, feel like, hey. Is this gonna be? Is this something I can even make money in? I think we're gonna see a lot of moves. I think. I mean, a lot what? Of what so, what's the advice you give? Uh, right now, like you know, I'm right now. I'm telling people, kind of the same thing, right? Like I'm telling people that I think that there's a ton of opportunity, and it's a matter of of understanding that home prices are probably gonna go down, right? I think. Do you do, you do handwritten cards to your clients? No, I don't do handwritten Why not? cards because my handwriting's illegible. I'm do you, would you would you be a fan if 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 you had good handwriting? Would you do handwritten cards? Like, do you probably. Think idea? I do. Would you handwrite uh, the last hundred people you sold the house to three months ago that their value went down? Do you ever feel bad about that? That you possibly sold people houses that aren't worth where they're at today? Well, I think that with what we do, I, <laughs> I think that we have solutions for them. So what would your handwritten card to me say? Basically, hey. If I bought at the top of the market. Hey, I'm sorry that you bought a home at the top of the market, but here's a... Action so this, plan. Let me, let me get it. Let me get me reading. Okay, but it, and it's like audio, like it's your voice in my head. So if the camera can zoom in on me, I'm reading this card. But and it's a card that Marty just wrote me because I bought a house top of the market, and he's explaining this. So go ahead, dude. Okay, so I'm gonna say, dear Chris, I'm sorry that the market unpredictably has gone down in America, but don't worry, I have a handcrafted plan for you on how I'm going to make this short-term loss one of the biggest financial gains you'll ever experience in your life and i'm gonna make it really good for you <laughs> subscribe to my youtube channel for more the end sincerely chris marty babe <laughs> can you call marty <laughs> it's confusing absolutely it's confusing <laughs> babe he wrote it's confusing <laughs> on the bottom of the card <laughs> <laughs> but no, no I look, why would you write that to me no, it, just, say, it ends with uh love chris marty it's confusing no but look look you're gonna scare people off look i think you're gonna scare people off for no reason look if people were to experience a short-term gain loss if yeah. they were to experience a short-term loss, right, you're not a loser till you sell. Amen. And, and That's what I'm trying and, to get at. And at the end of the day, right, not only are you not a loser till you sell, even if prices go down, right, which is the part that I didn't get to go to. So for those who may have bought at a little higher price, don't panic. You are still probably going to pay 20% less or more a month than what somebody buying at the lower price will pay due to the way that rates Couldn't are. Couldn't agree more. So even if even if your home value goes down, your monthly you're sitting pretty with the monthly payment that people just in an interest rate that people just can't touch anymore. Yeah. And so we could probably, with the people that bought from me early in the year that literally closed either high twos, low threes, we were probably sitting about three and a half on average on par in January. For anyone that closed about three and a half to where rates are today near six, I mean, your price could drop 30, 40 grand and still have a lower payment than what people are paying today. I think we're going to hit nines in interest rates. That's scary. That's I, I believe that with all my heart. That's I, a crazy I, number, nines. Uh, I think in the next 12 months we'll hit it. 
Yeah, I think uh, I don't think I don't see anything that's going to make our dollar stronger. Um, and and so you know what freaks me out, dude, is you know you look at like a four or five hundred thousand dollar home at three and a half percent. You know that's like twenty one hundred bucks a month to where you know at you know eight nine percent it's four grand. And, right. And, I, and people aren't getting pay raises in this market. People no. are getting you know pay decreases and they're getting laid off. And and so we just have like this double edged sword and. Uh, and so even buying at the top of the market, you might have bought at the right time of a rate because right. if they continue to go up, um, you know, it washes itself out. Well, and, and not only and not only that, but like if you keep properties, there, there was a property I wanted to sell that thankfully I, I chatted with you and, and retained. Um, and, you know, we put, listed it for rent, rented it extremely quickly to where it's a home that we didn't put much down on it. We've only owned it for two and a half years, but we're positive cash flowing almost $700 a month on that thing. So for the people that did buy at the top of the market, you know, maybe you can't cash out because you are upside down. This is a real position that people could be in that bought this year. Fine, you can't cash out, but when you look at what renters are willing to pay versus what your note is, yeah, I think that people are going to see some crazy spreads on just you know payments versus rents because rents are skyrocketing. That's another Dude, thing as in, well. In Hawaii, uh, in two thousand and eight, <clears throat> they hit the top of their median sales price. It was like six hundred and eighty thousand, you know, and it had never been that high. And people were like, "You're buying at the top of the market, right?" And at that time, that was. And then right. we saw the pullback. But you look now and their median price is 1.2. Right. And so, you know, I, I think there's always going to be a summit, you know, and, and who cares if you bought at the summit? Now, if you're playing a short term real estate game, shame on you. Right. You should always buy long term with, you know, if, if, and if it works out short term, great. Like the, that, that place on Crescent, you yep. guys helped me buy 1.5 million. Yep. I turned it for 1.9, yep. not intentionally. It just so happened the neighbor wanted it. In under a year. And I'm going to pay crazy, you know, short-term capital gains on it, right? I'm getting my eyes ripped out, but I can't say no to that deal, right? right. In a six-month turnaround, 400K minus yep. capital gains. But if I were to buy that property with that intent, dude, I literally thought I was going to have to call you yep. and be like, dude, just get what you can for it. 1.2, 1.3, because lumber had gone through the roof and the house that we wanted to build no longer made any sort of sense. Right. And, uh, and the fact that we got that knock, we got lucky, but otherwise I'm holding on to that property for years. And that's what the previous owner did. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you have to, you I have mean, you to. have to, you have to buy with a long-term strategy. And then if a short-term opportunity comes up, you know, go for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And go for it. Well, I think that that, I think that that's why there, there's never a bad time to buy real estate, whether it's at the top or the bottom. That's, that's the thing is like, we're saying, like, can you quote, can we get that quote? Like, Hey, uh, was it Brian? Brian. Brian editing this podcast. Brian, uh, can we do a, there's never a bad time to buy real estate in quotes and then dash realtor, <laughs> right? That's a, th because yeah. And then hashtag uh, unbiased, right? On the back. Right? <laughs> unbiased. There's never a bad time to buy real estate. There's never a bad time to realtor. buy real estate because historically it's only going one way. And historically you get commissions if they do. <laughs> historically. Right? Yeah. Hey. There's never a bad time to buy real estate because historically I will always make money if you do. Hey, one day they're, they're talking about changing the law to where buyers have to pay realtors in the future. So right now is a good opportunity to really? buy a home. Yes. So that you don't have that, to pay. That's not a thing yet. I've been charging buyers. No, it's not a thing. It's uh, not I, thought, a, it's well, not I have thing. some people. Well, maybe not. It's not a thing okay. yet. But so look, that's a good time to buy right now so that you don't have to pay realtor commissions one day. Do you like this market? Do I like this market? Absolutely. I think there's a ton of opportunity in this market. For buyers? For absolutely what for buyers. What about for sellers? Uh, sellers, there's opportunity as well. It just depends on, on what type of a seller you are. I think that there's opportunity. Mexican. <laughs> we can't, we can't, we can't no, talk then. about those things. But oh. um, I think that if you're- Why? Because of race, religion, national origin, sex, familial status. Y'all yes. follow those same yes. ECOA? Yeah, it's called uh, fair housing. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. You have to. Oh. Yeah, it's required by law.
I thought you just because uh, I thought it was a podcast thing requirement overlay. No, but that's a real. It's a it's a it's a uh, fair housing thing. So it. okay, so I think that even for sellers, right, it depends mm -hmm. on on the situation, in the bucket, right. For the short term seller, they're probably taking the L, right. People that are, that obviously closed in the last six months that are trying to sell, probably not a great time. That's where we talked about that we would try and maximize their dollar on a rental. A lot of sellers probably don't know that if you put a renter in your old house, 75% of that, you know, kind of offsets your DTI, you'll still, still be okay. As long as you don't need your equity, you're good. For the long-term seller, if you bought, you know, two, three, four years ago, even though, yes, the market's receding a little bit right now, it's retreating kind of the other way, you still have a ton of equity anyway. So you're taking a little bit of a lower price per dollar, but you're still winning. So I think it's good for sellers. Well, you know, so who cares about equity though, right? Unless you're using that, you know, collateral to, to buy more, right. you know, and, and so, it did, you know, I... I don't know who's buying real estate necessarily. Like, are you mostly catering to first time home buyers who want to get married, have a kid? You know, I just feel like sometimes whether it's a podcast or, or a YouTube video I'm listening to, everybody's talking under the pretense of, you know, uh, you know, if you buy now, but you know, but there are still people that just want to buy and have a nice living room and three bedrooms and a good kitchen. Right. right? And so they're not thinking about the financials. They're not thinking about the financials of it because, and and to be honest, that's the best way to buy real estate. Who cares if you hold real estate long enough, you will be fine. The, our national statistics have proven that. Yeah. But if you're always trying to time the market, you know, I mean, there might be some times that are better to get in than most, but long term will always work itself out. Absolutely, and it's and just holding. I mean, that's literally that's that's all it is is hold. So I think I think that like you said, the one this is something you told me. Many years ago, if you're using an agent, if you're using an agent and the agent does not show up to your house with, hey, this is what I think we should make an offer on. By the way, here's the rental market analysis on it. Yeah. I think that you are, are messing up as a client, you know, and a, a buyer in this market. You need to understand what your options are just in case there ever is that rainy day, right? Like, yes, you may not be thinking about the financials or, or a political thing on it, but at the same time, if you don't know what your outs are. Hey, you sold me a, a house. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, in New Braunfels. And speaking of rental market analysis, yes. uh, you, well, one, you told me it was worth uh, 270. It's absolutely still worth that. It's actually probably worth even more now. And then it appra well, if we, you're right, if we don't use the appraisal report okay, with a professional that gave it a value. But <laughs> the appraiser's <laughs> different. Uh, the appraiser was different. Was yeah. he Mexican? <laughs> I don't think, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't think that he understood the value that you have there. The value that I have? Yes. Uh, he used yeah. the contract price. That's that is what he did. Most appraisers. So I got a good deal. That was a good deal. You got an absolutely good deal. Okay. You did? Yeah. I should have. I needed to use that comp. Yeah, absolutely. Not that I cared about that. I just like to give Chris a hard time. I'm actually glad it came in lower, because uh, otherwise I'd never be able to remind him of this the rest of his life. <laughs> absolutely. But, uh, but it's worth a lot but of money. The AC and the tenants and. and Absolutely, and, uh, you know, but those are good things. We conducted a home things. inspection, and yeah. unfortunately, you I'm know, cash flowing it. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, wait, am I cash flow? Yeah, yes, I am cash flowing. Yes, you it. are. I don't know what I put down. I think twenty percent. But look, on the flip side, I also sold him a sick commercial office dentist space. It's not a dentist. It's a oh yeah, Ruth's. Oh dude, that property you sold me in Locust. So Marty, yes. I got a lot of good deals. A, we've done a lot of yes, transactions. We have. Together. We've got the lo by the pearl the lot. We okay. got we got the OBGYN's office. Okay. We've got Crescent. We've got the New Braunfels investment. We've got your current residence. I'm not gonna put the street name out there. We got those five. Okay. Uh, I think those are the ones that we've actually. Oh, this building. Oh yeah, the this building. building. Yeah, New Braunfels. Absolutely. So I think that's why people think that we're in business together, right? right? Absolutely. I get that, of the building. Um, <clears throat> some people thought because there was a photo of me with Luke that oh, you know yeah, we adopted we're in business him. together. But uh, anyways. 
is oh, quick, quick question, but then let me make sure I go back to Ruth's property. Uh, is Luke still biting people? Luke guy? is still biting That's people. That's so funny to me. It is. I think you're so blessed. Like, I can't, okay, you're in a meeting. Right. Teacher calls you. Right. Luke is at it again. Absolutely. And you're like, what are we referring to? And she's like, he's biting humans. Yeah. Uh, do you not just laugh? So, no, because I overthink everything. So I'm panicked like they're going to kick him out of the daycare, right? So then finally. Dude, Mar- then it, you think Luke's going to let somebody kick him out? He's biting no, people, dog. But so, Luke's handling shit. But, Luke's like, you're you're doing what? You're kicking me out? Hard. So, uh, the, so Hard. the lady that was the director Hard. of the daycare that would kick call and give us the accident reports, she's like, you don't, she's like telling Mary, she's like, tell your husband like to stop worrying about that. Like, he's not going to get cow. Everything's going to be fine. We see the email on Friday. They fired her. The lady that's like, tell your husband not to worry. She got fired, dog. So Luke is out on the chopping block, bro. Luke's on the chopping Luke, block? Luke is in trouble. Luke is the chopping Luke block, dog. Luke is on the chopping block. He's the block. chopping block. They're going to get rid Dude, of him like, from daycare. Yeah, so, okay, hold on. <laughs> let, let me ask you this. Does Luke ever bite you? No. Dude, you're, oh, I bet it feels so good. Does Luke, he have teeth? Yes, he has teeth. And it's not little gummy bites? Sharp, yeah, sharp, sharp teeth? teeth. Oh, it's why is he, he, what, does he get excited or is he mad? He can't talk, and so he gets mad. So like He's he, mad that he can't talk? Well, because people try and mess with him, and he can't tell them no. How you, I met, you don't bite me. I mess with you all the time. <laughs> because you I can talk. talk. Yeah. I absolutely can talk. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. So Luke is still biting people. And so uh, real quick, we go back to Ruth's office, but we'll talk about the New Braunfels building. So like the New Braunfels building is the one piece of real estate that we've done something together on, right? You know, if we own this building. You know, it's a four-way partnership between uh, myself, you, Cody, and Tony. And why I'm mentioning it and why I'm putting that out there is it's funny because last Friday we had a sales meeting here and I was like, Cody, I said, listen, bro. I said, you're going to be here, bro. You're going to come to our meeting. You're going to present Align Mortgage and things like that. So it's the middle of the day on Friday. He never came, right? No show. And then he come to the meeting. And he goes, bro, you didn't send me the info. I said, Cody, you own the building where the meeting is at. Like, what info do you need to come to the office that you own for the meeting? So I just think that that's funny. Uh, That's a little funny nugget there of just – Cody level where you don't know where the real estate that you own is or how to get there. It's crazy. Absolutely. Cody so has, yeah, Cody's. Uh, no, I was going to say, dude, because uh, Ruth, no, it's not her office. That that's a, that was a good deal. But the land yes. on Locust that where, you, you know, you could build a fourplex. But uh, we bought it for 250 yep. And I was going to use it for collateral to buy that uh, 125 acres because yes. I needed to come up with a mill. And I didn't want to liquidate a bunch of stuff. So, you know, for those of y'all who own real estate, look into how to use your real estate as collateral is freaking awesome. So shout out to Texas champion bank, Beverly Fortner. She's a G in buying land, but, uh, I give her this address. I give her this address. I said, get an appraisal on this and on this and tell me what the difference is on my down payment. It appraised for five hundred thousand dollars. Dang. And we bought that thing at two eighty, I believe, right? Two fifty. I think it was two eighty. But I threw in the Mercedes right. deal, right. dude. She wanted the, she, she needed a, a car. car. So yeah. I said, take 30K off the price. Yeah, so it was oh, was that off the uh, OBGYN office? It was off the reno for the OBGYN. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. it was 280, yeah. I think, for the lot. I think the lot was 280. We took the the uh, car off the, the yeah. other office. Yeah, off the other But either way, 500, yeah. dude. Should I sell? And so when you, do, when you do that for people that don't know, because even I'm a little uneducated on that, so – Obviously, they're putting liens on it, but they do they legitimately counted dollar for dollar the equity position off on like mm-hmm. your reduction. So, yeah. like if if you had let's say four hundred thousand dollars in equity, they would use up to seventy five percent of that or something. Is a I mean, I'm sure, dude. Every banker lender has different. You know, some yeah. will go to ninety. Um, I don't know, but they will. Re- well, they'll use the equity as a, course, as a down payment. Of course, they hold on to the note. I have uh, on the summit building that we own um, where our event space is right yep. now. 
Uh, I think they wanted 3.6. We offered 3 million and we, they, we landed on like 3.1. Um, I just straight used like a house, the one off of, um, the one by TPC. Uh, yes. And so I don't like, if we ever sell that, like I don't get a ton of cash. I just right. get my property back. You right. Know? Absolutely. As, but it's not like monopoly where when you flip it over, like you mortgage something, you know, how, cause you just run out of money. You start mortgaging everything. Uh, and then if somebody lands on it, you don't even get to collect rent. It's not like that in real life. I got it. You absolutely. can turn over your card in real life and somebody lands on it. You still get that money, Dang, but, that's uh, cool. it's not like that's going to the bank, but yeah, you flip the card over in real life. You still get, you know, the rent on it. And whenever you sell that asset, you then they turn the card back over. That makes it that's crazy. That that's a really neat way that I think a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, I know Ethan's wanting to get into stuff like that, and we always talk about like cash flow and things like that. So it's neat. Dude, that you Ethan can getting into stuff. that. Like, I mean, just truthfully, bro, it blows my mind how many people don't pick up a phone and call a banker for thirty minutes. Right. And just the, say, the stuff you could learn to say, hey, guess what? I want to buy real estate, and I would really love to have three hundred thousand dollars of capital to do it. Right. They would just go and ask you questions like about your current assets, what you own, what you do. It's so simple to get into this space. Uh, people just don't know how to do it or they're just, it, you know, for the most part, most entrepreneurs just like to talk about things. That's those, those are facts. Dude. Right. Instead, but the moment you start actually driving to Texas champion bank, you're parking at Texas champion bank and you're going to actually, you know, discuss it. Like the people, some people just don't have that in them. That makes a ton of sense. It's actually yeah. doing. So what you're saying is, is don't talk about it. Be about it. Uh, not that, not, not that corny, but yeah, <laughs> not that corny. Not, that's yeah. really cool. So look, what we just learned Meredith is that we can leverage this building. And if we ever default on anything, he'll get the notices of foreclosure, yeah. but we can use this building as leverage for our stuff. Dude, you think Luke bites hard, bro? I'll, I'll eat your face. I'll bite. Dude, you, there is no teacher. You have no teacher to call, dude. Nobody will call and be like, Nobody Hey, Chris is biting call. Marty. I'll dude, there, bro, that's a police call. Like, Hey, Meredith, sorry. Kano ate Marty's head. Uh, can you please come pick him up? But not from school to go home, but like from the morgue because he's dead. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll bite you until you don't breathe anymore, Absolutely. bro. Absolutely. Okay, so don't not leverage the building. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, all yeah, right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. oh, so. How much life insurance is on your policy? I don't, number that I don't want to say on camera. Is it like a quarter mil? It's more than that. Half? More. A mil? More. Two mil. It's three. Three mil if you die? Yeah. When did we, when did you do that physical? You must have been in good shape. I was. 24? Yeah. Non-smoker, non-drinker? Non-smoker, non-drinker, yeah. Yes, I did How good. much? So three, does Meredith get all of it? Yeah. No. As of right now, as of right now yes. But, like, no. I need, she, Meredith needs a freaking payment plan, bro. I need yeah. to make sure that that's, like, regimented yeah, that's and, like, and, like, distributed. Absolutely. Yeah. But no, yes. What I, else do you got in assets? <laughs> no, I, we're not gonna put it all out there. We got a couple homes. Yeah, yeah. We got a couple homes, right? Yeah, I invest in real good. estate and yeah, sell yeah, homes. Some, we got this, a little bit we of got building. This, we got this building, right? Okay. Got the thing like that. So we got some stuff in because here. Because people, you know, when I first met you, they were like, "Dude, I don't know, you know, with those low margins, right?" But you were smashing, dude. Yeah, absolutely. We smashing. absolutely were smashing. So, and it's interesting because we, you know, we obviously there's peaks and valleys of everything, and it's it's sure. interesting that you know the last two years we've been investing a lot in the business, right? And so as owners, we haven't really been taking a ton of proceeds and things like that. But what's neat now is that we're starting to see the fruits of that labor, right? As, as now people are kind of, they're trained, right? They're, they, they're in their groove and their things like that. And so it kind of, you know, pays for itself. Full, you know, full who's circle. winning bro. Anybody who's still open in this yeah. market straight up, Absolutely. I, you, you, you know, you lose 20 K you make a hundred K you lose a mill, you make 
Uh, I mean, dude, the fact of the matter is you guys are employing a lot of people at Rebate House. You know, it must, and I don't know, I was going to say it must make you happy. Maybe it pisses you off. But when you see your employees make more than you <laughs> as an owner, right? Like, it makes Tyler you happy Horseman every day. Guaranteed making more money than me right now. Good for Tyler. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. I can multiply his BIP structure times four mil, guaranteed making more money than me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's a good feeling. I think that for us, it's, it's a progression path. A lot of people. He's making more than you, guaranteed. Yeah. Ethan. Smashing you. We're like, Joey. Ethan smashing you. Ethan, Ethan. V. We're like, the receptionist. Literally, the receptionist. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah. Yeah. You know, yeah. They're out yeah. there. The people producing this podcast. Yeah. But you know what? It's a good time to be a business owner. Yeah. Just like it's always a good time to buy real estate. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's like it's a good time to be a business hey, owner. But dude, you know, to, that's real talk though to the business owners that listen to your podcast. That's real talk, bro. Because if you are a business owner that's wrapped up in that kind of stuff yep. and you care about that kind of stuff, you need to get out of this stuff because and because the hard part is is those people making more money than you right. want to make even more money than you. Right. And Absolutely. some of those discussions are difficult to say, look, I may not be the best owner and I may not have the best strategy, but what don't you understand? that I'm literally creating an environment where you're making more than me right now. Right, absolutely. And yeah, I've made mistakes. Yeah, I, I could go and take more leadership classes or more how to not invest in the Spurs ever again classes or how to, but dude, you're making more money than, what do you want? You want my shirt? Right, You know, absolutely. you want Luke's car seat? What do you want? And yeah. dude, you must want to just sometimes rip, you know, your freaking wall open, dude. But to be a business owner that say, man, you know what? Even after taking all that lash back, uh, I'm still happy for you. I'm still happy you're winning. Oh, absolutely. And I'll get mine when that season comes. Well, and I just, I think that you can, I think that you want to make sure that people have an environment where they can win, but also get them to understand how they can grow without always chasing comp, right? I think that people really dig themselves a hole when they chase comp. I, I think they put True. themselves in some bad scenarios to where, like, Rebate House's philosophy, even by even when we were by ourselves and we were mom and pop shop and no overhead and we could do any dumb decision and, didn't, and it didn't matter because we were just doing such volume that the math worked somehow, right, some way. It, it always was a thing of like the more, you know, the more that we cared less about the money, the more money that we made, right? right. And yes, that's kind of dumb, right? You obviously should like know about your finances and have a plan and things like that. But my point is, is that like when you fixate on comp, all the time when you're worried about comp, you, you shut your brain down from like the things that are like, well, how can I do more in this? Or how can I do better in this? Which actually makes you more money. I think a lot of people are just wanting, you know, pay me the most with the least amount of work. And that's the formula people are chasing. And I think that that's a, a, a formula for stagnant growth. That's, yeah. that's a, a very dangerous formula. Well, I mean, dude, your, your responsibility is obviously to help your people win, right? right? And hopefully their responsibility is to make sure people win together, Absolutely. right? That's a good culture, that right? Good Where culture. people want to win one for the coach because they know that if they win the hardware, you know, we get to put it in our trophy, uh, in our trophy room. And I just feel like, you know, sometimes you will have those individuals. You'll have the ones that just want to win. They want to go home. You know, they're not sticking around for the celebration. They're not. And it's tough, you know, because to each their own, right? But um, it's like kind of one of those, don't forget to, you know, tip your waiter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. Like, you know, so, uh, but I, I, dude, I'm proud of you guys, man. Y'all, y'all, you. you know, the little engine that could. We are uh, the little engine that could. You know, and, and, and I see you guys growing in this market, and uh, a lot of people are looking for stability, and, and for a while, you know, people didn't know what stability looked like, but y'all are here. We're here, and, and we're bringing a bunch of people on, and so, you know, I, I my goal is obviously just to make sure that we... The right people on. The, the right people on. The right people the right on. Because just bringing a lot of people on ain't success. Yes, the right. We're bringing the right the, people. We're bringing the right people on. Who would you say are some of the wrong people you've brought on? Oh gosh, yeah. we can't. 
can't. We can't. Oh, we can't. So this is just like a. This is like a a, a toned down party. No, Marty party. party. Uh, no, we can't. Don't I don't mention names. I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna don't mention names. I'm not gonna mention. I'm not gonna mention names. But what I because this isn't live, dude. You're no. Y'all are watching something that's probably edited right now. You no, know? we said a lot of other stuff. We mentioned names. <laughs> there <laughs> were names mentioned. They were not mentioned. And now they're edited out. No, 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 we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. But what I will say is, is, and I will be fair. I will be fair. There are people, and if you can't own this as a business owner, you're you're kind of fraud. There are people that were the wrong people here. What camera are you looking at? This one. There are people that there are people that were here. There were people that were here that aren't here now that were the wrong people, right? Okay, but there are absolutely people that were here that are not here. That it's my fault, and they could have been the right people. No, I was the wrong person. Oh, you were the wrong yes, person for absolutely. them. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and because of that, they became the wrong person. Right, because of me. So you made them the wrong person. I did, and that is a real thing. So I'm sorry, and you're welcome to come back. Wait, so that is that what the handwritten card says? <laughs> that's what the handwritten. Hashtag. Uh, sorry for, for being confusing. <laughs> sorry for being confusing. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But yeah. it's, it's the right season. It's the right yeah. season for growth for rebate house. It's a lot never of the wrong cutting. time to bring someone back. It's never the wrong time to bring someone yeah. back. It's Time to say sorry. There's a song about that. I don't remember the how. Is it go. too late to say that I'm sorry? That one? No, oh. I don't think so. That one was a one. That one's a one. I don't. I don't yeah. think Is so. Is that Bieber? Too late to apologize. That was, yes, too late to apologize. That's it. Hey, did you? Uh... Oh yeah. 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 It's too late. Absolutely. Too late. Yeah. Absolutely. You're saying absolutely, but you were wrong in there. In that, absolutely. Right? Okay. Uh, wrong because i'm going to a different thought hey meredith do you uh, do you ever appreciate chris's lips <laughs> no <laughs> dude because okay when they were setting this up who set up this room like this this table I, isaiah isaiah oh that's right he was telling me about it right because he tried to use the other table because he wanted this yes, uh intimate absolutely. dude i your lips are so distracting guy they're so do you do you do botox no i do not Bro, girls would kill for those lips. I'm good, dude. It just it's a it's natural. All really? that's Cuban. It's uh Do it's, you do you gloss them? No. Yeah, I haven't seen you lick them at all. Dude, I they're just like that. Oh my, I know. Just act natural, guy. I over here like cause I have a you know, I have my word curtain over here, dude. So I'm just kinda like you don't get to notice my uh yeah, absolutely. stuff. But yeah. That would no, it's uh, that's how like they came manufactured that way. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You look good, dude. <laughs> it's good, dude. You got me way messed up. Okay, we gotta be done. And you have let's good eyebrows. Let's dude. Then we gotta you close have it up. Really? Like for real, dude, because okay, I'm paying attention because Marissa's getting ready for the wedding, right? Right. And so eyebrows have to start, you know, this is the season where facials, microblading, got it. you know, everything else. You look like how like I would think people want to look after they go through a lot of stuff. Oh, good. Your eyebrows, you do nothing? I don't do anything. You don't thread them? No, I don't thread them. Oh, my. No, I just wake up like this. Bless. Yeah. Hashtag bless. My uh, routine is very simple. Mm -hmm. It's I don't... Let's not even start. Let's not. Okay. The yeah. answer, is, the answer. If you're, if you're curious what it is, the answer is literally do nothing. I just take showers. That's it. So that, maybe that's the problem. Maybe that, maybe that the world has like created all of these oils and things and all this stuff, yeah. which actually makes the problem worse. Yeah. It makes you have to keep doing it. Yeah. And now yeah. you have yeah, to, because yeah. I don't do any of that stuff. I think it's probably maybe the asbestos in this building. Absolutely. Yeah. Just totally hashtag making, <laughs> making hashtag those Ethan. lips pop. People just straight at rebate Absolutely. house lips. 
popping. Was, like, what's going on around here? It's the asbestos. My lips are trying as best as they can. To, <laughs> as best as they can. <laughs> Living my asbestos life over here, bro. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah that's a that's rebate terrible. commercial. Oh, dude, what was my other marketing idea for Rebate House? Freebate free house, house, right? Free One month house. a year, dude, you just give away all the commission. Every single Freebate House. Absolutely. Dude, the, you Our agents crush. will love that. Hey, guys, well, listen, Ethan. In December. Everything in, in that month for Ethan would roll over one month, Ethan, dude. you're going to have a, your breakout month in December. You don't give me any money, bro. 21 days. Dude, I bet, uh, like, I, I get it, bro. I get that it would be difficult, but I seriously bet that if your agent's committed to not making a commission one month out of the year, they'd make so much in the other 11 months. Because the publicity of Freebate House would be stupid. Like, it's all market share, right? <laughs> yes. And that's what I would do if I were Navy Federal or USAA. I would just have one month where everybody's else as like a 5% rate and they just drop to two. Yep, literally. And it's stupid. There's right. no margin. There's no profit. But they draw in so many customers getting check-in and savings accounts right. that they just make buku. But they make buku bucks. Dude, do it. Let's Free do big it. house. December this year, Ethan, you down? Dude, the the, the 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 real estate community would hate you guys. Dude, I'm super, I'm super hate down. You. They all like you right now. But we actually have to charge one dollar for our ENO insurance, so it would have to be almost rebate house, almost. Um, okay. Yeah, because we have to make something. We have to we have to make one dollar. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, dude, did you ever tell me why? Uh, do you think how do I get Ethan back from Trevor, guy? How do, how do you went over a, a, a rebate house realtor here, dude? Uh, I think that I think that time. I yeah. think it's time. Oh. I think we're. I think the problem with with rebate house with the lenders is that, like you said, it's far out here. Yeah, because Rick's got Joey and Andrew kind of. Yeah, like they're all boys. Yeah, but they live together. That's v why. is with Tyler. They live together, right? Right. And uh, you got Cassie, who's and with Caleb. Caleb right? Yeah, dude, Teresa there's a lot Cody. of connections. Teresa and Cody, like you got a lot of connections. We do have a lot of connections. Who it's else? It's hard to penetrate that. Jr. Now his brother. Jr. Caught his skills in the game. Yeah, Jr. Is in He's the gonna game. crush it. He dude. is gonna crush it. He's really good. He's good. We 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 listen. We talked about him the other day i don't know if he brought this do you think up he likes meeting. you uh i don't know if he i don't know if he knows me well enough to like understand why i would ask him about his facebook status so okay so no, don't go into that story we're not gonna, but, we're yeah not gonna no i just wanted to know if, like because when you onboard somebody you know they got to get to know your personality yeah so I, I was wondering I if he liked you because Teresa doesn't like you all the time dang okay but i don't yeah. think i don't think she understands I don't well think he knows understands. dude she likes meredith yeah but dude marty i try to tell him simple things like hey you know, people like to, you know, get a happy birthday text, you know, and, and that's just not how his brain works, dude. Yeah. And and you should be honest with, you know, people you recruit to say, I might forget your birthday. Absolutely. And it's nothing to do with anything except for the fact that I'm, you know, weird and Absolutely. selfish. And well, okay. I got to tell, I got to give JR props. Even though he doesn't like me, I got to give him props. I didn't right? say he didn't like okay, you. I asked you if but he it's does fine. like you. JR, look, I got to tell you about this. Although he doesn't like me. There is a, so he's new, right? New realtor license. He's making calls, right? As you know, making calls are hard. So he... Botch with help through, from Andrew, who also botched this this CMA. Right, they gave this guy a value that was just really not the right value. It was way low, and it was almost insulting. Right, it was a big mistake that they both made on on the value. And so when they presented it to the guy, the customer was like, "Y'all are not smart. Like this is insulting." So, anyways, the guy's mad, just trying to get out the phone, and Jr. goes, "Okay, sir. So, um, would you refer me to any of your family and friends?" So I'm like to this guy that are literally mad, and the guy's like, "No, no, I wouldn't." But that's a good sales that's person funny. right there. That's a good sale. Or as just the most <laughs> ultimate troll. Yeah. Yes, so he said, Would you refer me to any of your friends or family? And what did the guy say? Absolutely not. And did he say why? Because you don't what have any friends or family, he, sir? He, was like, um, he just said no. Like, he just no, said no, no, but what did JR say back? Oh, he's like, Okay, have a great day. Like, 
Dude, JR's a beast. JR's a he's, beast. He's, he's, gonna, he's gonna crush it here. He man. is gonna crush it. He's gonna do really well. Hey, did we hit all your talking points, guy? We hit all of our what talking points. What do you think your points. audience got away from this podcast? Uh, no secrets. <laughs> no secrets. I will get you the best deal in real estate. I always have a plan for you. But always have a time to buy real estate. estate. Yeah. But that I am an everyday, not normal guy, but cool to know and good for business. Yeah. That's good. You don't plug yourself on the podcast at all? Uh, I mean, right now we're, we're, I want it to be authentic. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't want it to be, this is something that I pr actually pride myself on. So I'm the same, like on camera during the transaction, after the transaction at work and at home, I'm a constant, I'm the same person in all aspects of everything, which is neat. You know, a lot of people have like a work yeah, persona. I, I mean, that's one way some people would describe it. Yep. It's neat. Go ahead. <laughs> It's neat. It is neat. I think it's a great feature. I saw a movie called Groundhog Day where it was the same. Every, and it wasn't neat. Uh, they hated it. Uh, you ever seen that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways. I, yeah, the same every day of your life. Go ahead. Like myself, I'm a constant. So I think that I think that a lot of, I think the main purpose that I want people to take away from the podcast, aside the fact that we can help you sell real estate and we know a lot, know a lot's go, what's going on, is that one, I care. And two, I'm constant and authentic. So that's a big thing. And those lips. Stop it, man. But yes, we did hit Authentic. all my points. Yes. Lips. And we're done. We're good. Just lick your lips for the camera no, real quick. We're good. All Absolutely right. Not. Well, dude, thanks for, uh, yes. thanks for having me. Thanks for, th thanks, for ha thanks for having us. Wait. I didn't have you, no, dog. you having me. <laughs> yeah. I did, I, yeah. <laughs> no, so thank you guys for tuning in no. the Chris Connell Podcast <laughs> no, stop. next week. We're going to close this out the right way. Right. Thank you, right. guys, yeah. for tuning in with us with our guest, Chris Connell, on maybe episode three, but it might be the pilot. This is the Marty Party. As always, like and uh, subscribe to the channel. As you can see, we're going to have a lot of fun with this. Cover a myriad. Myriad my ride of topics with all sorts of different information and things like that. So thank you again, guys, and uh, catch us next time. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. <laughs> <laughs>